This is your Frederick Real Estate Update, a conversation about the regional real estate market with tips for buyers and sellers. Your hosts, REMAX Results' Darren Ahern and Presidential Bank Mortgage's Terry Kernan. Hey folks, welcome back to your Frederick Real Estate Update. I'm Darren Ahern with REMAX Results, bringing you 20 years experience in the Maryland and PA region. And I have with me the wingman, the guy with all the money who holds the keys to the vault and the code over at Presidential Bank Mortgage, the one and only Mr. Terry Kernan. Hey, buddy. Good to see you. Great to be seen. Happy real estate and mortgage world. Yes, it is. We're living in the hell. How are you doing? We're doing good. We're at the end of the summer. Say goodbye. Kids are in school. This is a little bit of the time of we call transitional period. So happy Labor Day weekend. And this is the time, Terry. Guess what happens for me this week? Do you know? You know what's happening for me. I'm thinking you, you got a birthday. Happen. I'm thinking you got a birthday coming up on, I think, the 6th, if I recall. No, not no, quite. Not Next co- day. The 7th. There That's you right. go. I'm the on the 7th. And I, I'm going to be finally 21. You're going to buy me my first drink. I can't wait. I, it'll be great. All right. Or you can give me a mortgage. How's that? <laughs> well, you will get a $2 bill. Oh, that's right. You guys you do still the two dollar bill. bill. Man, I have a greatest stack thing of, in the world. I have like twenty of those buggers from you guys. I got stacked up. I'm gonna give them the kids one day. But you're right. You guys are the mm-hmm. owners of the two dollar bills. So every customer that closes with us yeah. gets a birthday card with a two dollar bill in it on their birthday every year. And most people keep them and they keep them on their fridge. And it is a great item. If somebody doesn't get one, we hear about it. Yeah, man. I, you're right. I do. I'm going to stick all mine, like 20 of them. I'm going to stick them on the refrigerator and remind my kids about it. They'll be gone. They'll be spending that. They'll be putting steam cards going and all that going with that money. Yeah, so. Mary Susan does the cards, and so it's... Uh, yeah. We've been doing it for 17 years. Mike Bradley came up with the idea. We are sitting around uh, having a marketing idea, and this was 17 years ago. Think about this. And I said, you know, what can we do to keep the customers keep our name in front of the customer. And Mike Bradley, who's been with us for 17 years, said, um, well, you know, in the car business, we used to send $2 bills out. I was like, genius, sold, done, end of discussion. Can and- I copy that idea and go to the <laughs> bank, get a bunch of 2 They get them from the bank, right? And I can send those out to everybody I know? You can do it. And say you're unique. It's unbelievable. So people can get a $300,000 average mortgage loan from you and then to help pay it back, you guys send them $2 bill every year to help go towards that payment. That's awesome. Well, people say, <laughs> why do you send a $2 bill? I said, yeah. well, if I sent a $1 bill, they'd be like, oh, this is... George! Yeah. Yeah. How cheap are you? <laughs> yeah, right. And then if I send a $5 bill, they'll be like, I can't even buy a cup of coffee with $5. Right. But we send a $2 bill, and they're like, wow, this is really cool. This is unique. I haven't Kids seen one of these them. in a long time. Kids, yeah. They're like, who is that? What is that? All right, we're going to bring them on. We're going to bring them on. I can't. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you know when I get mine coming up. I better get mine coming up I, this week. I, All right, let's jump right into it, T. Here we go. Inventory, total actives, Frederick County, 423. Why is that number important? Because last week in our program, if we told you life on August 24th was 445, we've seen inventory come down just a hair. Why? I don't know. Talk to the sellers. What's going on? We thought for sure it would be consistently kind of going up, but I don't know. We'll see about the other numbers here to play in part in all that stuff. So resales, 262. Ooh, average time on the market was 36. Now, Terry, we're at 40. We went up four days in one week. That means that choo-choo train's picking up some speed, boys and girls. That means we got some sellers that just ain't getting it yet about what's really going on. That's a huge jump. That's a big jump. That's double. That's double than the pace we were seeing. 
So somebody better wake up, guys, and I'm going to tell you how. New construction, 161. Coming soon, 46. And uh, we had 40, I mean, 36 last time or whatever. Wait, wait, 38. We're at 46. And then active pending under contracts was 700. Hey, we were at 751. We have 51 less homes than a week ago that are under contract. That means that's how many came through the system and settled pretty quick. Friday, I last Friday, I had two settlements, so I had part of that. Part of that number was my stuff. And the um, 31st was this past week. So, yeah, most of the big, settlements happened huge. the last week of the month. Oh, yeah. So we're seeing all that end of stuff a little bit like that. Um, list to sell ratio is 98.2. It was 98.1. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. That went up a tiny bit. Some of them townhouses and things getting bidded up higher maybe. I don't know, but that's staying steady. That's pretty good. Um, the whole price reduction thing, I don't know about those yet, but past uh, oh, the past 30 days of settlements, days on market is 18. That's also gone up a tiny bit, consistent running uh, closely behind that big day. But the 40-day average time on the market, man, oh, man, that's a big one. So there's the numbers. That's the big number that uh, that I watch is days on market. I, I teach a continuing education class to realtors. I taught it this past Thursday. Uh, and one of the realtors said, uh, you know, uh, it's great. I, it's an hour and a half continuing education for them. And they get to ask me all the questions that they've always wanted to ask a loan officer. So one of the questions was, Terry, what are you seeing on your end? And I said, well, I do a radio show with a realtor up in Frederick. And basically, we did the last week, you know, I said this past week, we did a May 1st to the 24th of August comparison. And I said, and I went over some of these numbers, and they were like, wow, that's that's amazing. And I had more people, Darren, last week either either text me, run into them, and they, they said, boy, that show last week was an eye-opener. You really got, you guys really did well with comparing life on May 1st to life on uh, August 24th. So, um, but when I read some of these numbers to the class that I was teaching. Did you use this? I did. I nice. Did. I, I love did. it. What yeah. did everybody think? They're like, Terry sounds more like a real estate agent than a lender. <laughs> no, it gave me credibility. They're like, boy, Terry sounds like he knows Heck what he's yeah, doing. That's yeah. it. That's it. Well, I didn't get the kudos you did this last week, but I'm going to do better in my stuff this week right now, starting today. But that is awesome. You're right. We do get a lot of great, great stuff. I want to definitely tell our listeners, I want to thank all of our listeners because a lot of your questions and things that you send in that we get um, is what drives how we do everything on this program and the subjects we're going to tackle today definitely are part of that of what we're dealing with in real time. And so, guys, on the pulse, I love it. I hear from agents and other lenders and people in the public. And, oh, I just saw we, we just had a guy that does the Frederick Historian big thing, uh, property historian shark guy. He's going to come on. I asked him, and he's like, oh, I'd be honored to. And when I told him who I was, and he goes, oh, my gosh, Frederick Real Estate Update. I now have a face with a name. Yeah, I know who you are. So that was really cool, and he knows who you are. And I said, well, you got to get a loan from Terry because that's how this works, and I'm going to be the one selling or buying your house. So it was really cool. He's going to come on pretty soon, and he's going to share the history of Frederick County with, in relation to real estate and ownerships and different things and things that have changed and all that. That's really, really good stuff. So he shared it at our membership meeting for FCAR. So that was good. And that's Frederick County Association of Realtor Stuff. So, all right, Terry, I'm going to get right into it and then dive into yours. I'm going to finish up from last week since it was so good. I'm just going to recap at the end here. Um, where we left off, we talked about open houses a whole bunch, crazy amount. Three to four is the average we're seeing now. 
Um, I got two homes that are getting prepped for sale right now in the middle of it. As we've talked about condition, it's so important that you do paint, carpet, all that kind of stuff. As Mr. and Mrs. Seller, you actually going to have to do a little bit of TLC into your house to get the money out and attract buyers and get an offer so that your neighbor doesn't. And while they're packing up the U-Haul, they will send you cookies when you help them sell your house by not doing the right steps to get it sold. I can promise you, because we're seeing a lot more of it. And Terry, I told you last week, and I saw it again this week, I've got more sellers calling me frustrated because their house isn't getting sold, and they want to know why. And I'm like, I promise you, guaranteed, I have the answer. I'll figure it out. I'm going to give you a strategy and a plan. You follow it. You're going to love me if you don't. Sorry, you'll still be sitting in your house looking at the for sale sign, swinging back and forth in your front yard instead of it getting removed. So just being honest. All right, uh, photos, 3D tours, drones. We uh, talked about not needed, absolutely essential now. Appraisal issues, I want to hit this. We were at 20%, now we're at about 27%. Okay. i am still getting it. Oh, kudos. I want a hand clap. I want a hand clap. I had, a, I had an appraisal issue. There you go. It was tw- uh, the, the appraisal came in $6,000 less than what the asking price is at four twenty-seven dollars on a townhouse. Came in six less. I sent comparables, information, time adjustments, and I sent them a box of cookies and pizzas for a whole year. And I'm just kidding. We're not allowed to legally do that. And the yeah. appraisal, by the he way, was, I had to put that. He was just kidding. I was kidding. I promise Respa, you. kidding. You guys are listening. Uh, everybody in D.C., everybody knows we're joking. We didn't do nothing to persuade nothing. Now that we got that out of the way, Terry, the real thing is they did ask me, um, as an agent, can you clarify some things? Can you give us something we don't got? And that's the nice part of this because I know a lot of the appraisers and they're cool to work with. And um, and I mean that in sincerity because they really want to, you know, try to justify and make sure they didn't miss anything and they're cool. And did you know it came in fine? We got it up that $6,000 because there was va- valid, valuable information, no BSing. No funny, sketchy stuff that it was valid, and the appraiser said, thank you. Okay, that makes sense. I can justify that. It's good on paper. Thank you very much. Have a nice day. I went back to my sellers because they're freaking out. They're out of state in North Carolina, and they're asking me, um, hey, the appraisal, appraisal, appraisal. So I just shared them. I said, it came in a little short. I had to send over some information. It's okay today. Um, you're loving me now. And they were just like, oh, wow, Darren. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I want to be very clear. The only reason you got that value is because you did the work. Yeah, okay? and the, the appraiser called me. I can't call them. When I found out what it was, it was it came through the other agent, of course, and the, through and I we're not legally allowed to reach out and go nuts and say that you're wrong. It was only because the appraisal asked for additional information and clarification that legally we cannot lose our license over because they are pulling us into to the equation rather than me fighting for my seller and being an idiot agent that can lose his license. How's that? Yeah. So, so basically when you appeal an appraisal, most appeals that I see from a listing agent is, Things like you made mistakes, letters to the appraiser saying you made mistakes. Well, that don't make friends. That doesn't make friends. You did this wrong. You did this wrong. You did that wrong. And I tell people, you can't do that if you want them to work with you. Yeah, you can't point anything they've done wrong. You can't point fingers. So Mm -hmm. what you have to do is exactly what you did is you have to gather information that you believe will support the value that you put on that property and do it with a nice delivery and don't send a letter saying you made mistakes or don't send a letter saying, well, 
my house is worth more than the one that sold across the street because I put in $150,000 worth of upgrades. Right. Can't do that either. Can't do that either. Nope. So, it's got to be so factual. Do exactly what Darren said. If you're a seller, selling agent, or listing yep. agent, that's how you do it, and that's how you handle this it. This is why, Mr. and Mrs. Seller, this is why it's so important that not only does advertising and marketing and all that and experience separate us as agents, the big, uh, big thing is if you have an appraisal issue, if you have an agent that doesn't know how to do adjustments and pay attention to the hard facts and all these little things and details and granular and do what I did and spend about an hour to an hour and a half on it, my hour and an hour and a half extra work for my seller gave them $6,000 extra. And the buyers are still happy. We're settling coming up. It's all good because why? It makes sense. So, all right, Terry, we got a lot in our program. Let's move on. Loan types, FHA, VA, USDA, and ARM loans, they're back. You can talk about some of that. We're going to hit on the 203Ks today. First-time Maryland home buyers, uh, very few with money. Yes, they need grant money. Um, they're needing to get gifting money from mom and dad and all those things like that, taking money out of 401s, which you can do for putting down a deposit and down payment for a house. You have to talk to your CPA to find out what's the limits and so that you don't get penalized and all that fun stuff. And I don't do that world, but I'll direct you. Most people don't even know about doing that. Home inspections, as is, there was none. Yes, there are. You are going to have home inspection, Mr. Seller. So get ready to disclose and get ready to fix things and get ready to get ready for 100 that days world. later, this is what we're dealing with. Yeah, 100 days later is what we're dealing with. Under appraisal addendums, the average back then was average of $10,000 over the list price. Now, zero. We don't have under appraisal addendums unless, well, if you're in a multiple situation, we may see a few, but it's pretty rare, okay? Home to sell contingencies, you're crazy. 35% of the time now we're seeing that somebody has a home to sell or a home to settle contingency, and I will deal with all of that on an entire different program, Terry, because that takes up one or two programs. But right now, I got one-third, one-third of all sellers are needing to put an offer in on a house to buy where they have to sell their home or settle and have that contingency in place to keep them from being homeless and them to get their equity to buy the home, which, Terry, you can talk another time or whenever about what is the cure, what's the bridge loan type thing, what are the things that you can do to help a seller so that they can relieve some of this pressure and contingencies and all that fun stuff like that. So, And this, these numbers are May 1st and then yeah. last week's show, last the week's 24th. Show. So we're just finishing up on that show, just to remind everybody. Yeah, we're finishing up. Last week, by so, the way, listeners, you got to go to WFMD.com, go in the drop down, your Frederick Real Estate Update, or get on Darren Ahern on my stuff here on Facebook, and I will get you the link, and you'll see it. You'll just run through my stuff, and I promise you, you'll see it. Seller closing costs help. You're smoking crack. That's my comment from May 1st right there. I'm going to be straight. There was none of that nonsense going on. If a buyer asked a seller to give anything of a concession, that's what my comment was. You're smoking crack. 30% of the time now, how's that? 30%. Huge swing. 30%. You're seeing it on offers that your contracts accepted that you're doing loans on. Are you seeing about 30% of them now that are getting closing cost help? Uh, one and three, and, and usually they may not start out with closing cost help, but if they're but the they only offer, yep. then they kind of manipulate and say, hey, <laughs> it's maybe buyer's we revenge. can sneak some. Yes. It's retaliation, I tell you. All right, multiple offers, 88% time, 45% now. Cash offers, oh, this is big. 41% were cash offers May 1st, about 17% today. Terry, what are you seeing? How many cash offers are you seeing? About 20% So, so less? So one year ago, two years ago, three years ago, two months ago, 
I never saw cash offers because I'd lend money. <laughs> so, so, so I don't that know. That was a trick question. Yeah. I was waiting yeah. for you to take the bait. And go, I did not take yeah, the bait. That's right. I About twenty percent of the offers there yeah. in the contracts, except <laughs> that we see come across our desk at Presidential Bank Mortgage, are cash. that are cash deals. We I don't like out, cash. We have to, to figure you know. out how to do that loan, man. We haven't done one of those in a while. I don't like. Like cash. they're asking us to give them the cash that they have money. Yeah, you don't like those. So nobody's that that one gets deleted. So that trick blanked question off, didn't take help. It out. I tried to get you, darn it. All right, rent back to this from this to the seller for free. Keyword, free stuff. Our government loves to use that word free stuff. I'm gonna use it in real estate. Rent back for free was fifty percent of the time. Okay. We may have had more with rent backs, but that meant that the like the seller was giving the buyer like they were exchanging some funds at settlement with escrow, but now 15% of the time. Kitty up, boys and girls. That's basically what's changed there. Seller's attitude was pretty darn happy. Um, today's seller's attitude about the market is Houston. We got a little problem. A little problem. Yeah, there's a little problem. If you can't get your house sold, you better get some good, you better get some good counsel. All right. Buyer's attitude back then is I'm sick of this game. And today it's let's offer less. Much less. All right. So that's what's changed, Terry. You're up the bat. Let's talk about 203K loans, investor loans, and stuff that you're seeing in the market. Go. So first thing I'm seeing in the market is 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 rates going up, okay? And there's no rhyme or reason for rates to go up. And when we walked in the studio today, you even asked me, why are rates going yeah, up? Yeah, what's going on? And it's all about the economy, and it's all about the jobs. But the number one thing is is we technically are in a recession but what we're seeing is we're seeing the jobs still there the jobs wages are getting pushed up because the job market is very competitive we're almost at you know we're at three and a half percent unemployment which is like zero so what we're looking at is why are rates going up so at the end at the middle of this month third week of this month the 21st of this month the week of the 21st the fed's going to meet chairman powell has already said, I'm going to do whatever it takes to combat inflation. The only thing he can really do to combat inflation is raise rates. So the question is, how much is he going to raise rates by? Now, this is what's changed. This is why the, you see the stock market losing ground. This is why you see the, the interest rates losing ground, the mortgage markets. Is We are an industry that always looks into the future. Yep. Okay, This Crystal is very ball. important. We look into the future. When I talked about this rise in rates last week, I was saying quarter percent to a half percent, but probably a half percent. So in the last week with these job numbers coming out, we as an industry are saying, okay, it's going to be a three-quarter point rise in rates on the 21st, okay? So when that happens, when the world is not coming to the end, if they raise it by 0.75, 0.75, three quarters of a point, which will be the third time in four months that they've done it. Okay, do I think that's too fast? Yes, I do. Come on, Jerome. It's now shoot, 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 aim, oh, yeah. shoot, 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 aim. Okay, yep. mm-hmm. that's what's happening. But what I'm going to tell you right now is the reason rates are going up now is the mortgage investors are projecting that he's going to raise it by three quarters of a point. Okay, if he does not, then we're going to see rates come down after the announcement. If he does it by a quarter or a half, we're going to see rates come down because we're already factoring in a three-quarters bump. 
Wow. Now, he won't do a one-point bump because that'll be total pandemonium in, in all the markets. Ooh. But he yeah. is probably going to do a three-quarters of a bump. So we're factoring it in now. That's why rates have gone back over 6%. August was an ugly, ugly month with continual rising rates. Um, but the good news is, as Fannie Mae reiterated this week, that they believe that that we're raising basically Fannie Mae said that rates are going to come back to the four and a half percent range. Their prediction is four and a half percent interest rates will be available in twenty twenty three. That's Fannie Mae's prediction. Okay. So that's a pretty darn uh pre- pretty darn strong um prediction that, that has some credibility. Credible prediction is what I was looking for. Yeah, not so, a TikTok video. Correct. Correct. <laughs> exactly. Not a Zillow TikTok video. All right. So that's that's the rate thing. Yeah. So I got, that's the I rate got, thing. I got some buyers that are a little bit um, 6% plus. What? What happened? Yeah. So I, I don't know. I mean, like you said, it, it's just bacon in the pie, even though we'll see the full effects down the road and all that stuff like that. But man, I am... I'm telling you, Terry. I told you before. We got to we got to keep them under six, really, with affordability. Because I told you, I think if we go to six and a quarter, six and a half, and stay there, that's when we will see values definitely level off as a whole. There's just Correct. no doubt about it. No I doubt. think that's the threshold. And if rates got even three, uh, six and three quarters, you know, six, seven, five, and God forbid they ever hit seven, that choo choo train one of the wheels is going to come off the track. That's just that simple. And we're going to definitely see the values go down very, very, very quickly and all that. But I hope that doesn't happen. So, all right, let's talk about, um, I had a uh, buyer. We looked at a place, the nice townhouse looked good. Roof brand new, HVAC 10 years old, windows are newer, blah, 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 blah. In a, like, I think it was like a 1979 townhouse over in Amber, Amber Meadows. And uh, so, but it needs carpet, needs paint, the kitchen's dated, you know, all that fun stuff. And, you know, the deck's falling apart a little bit and all that stuff like that. So here's what they said. Hey, what about me doing the work? How do I get a loan? What's a rehab loan? All stuff. TLC loan, they call them or whatever they were researching and all that stuff. I said, oh, glad you asked. So I explained to them a little bit about 203K and some other things and that, but I said, you really need to talk to Terry. This is the bottom line. So tell us a little bit about what can someone do if they're trying to get a better deal and do some sweat equity or fix it up themselves. And that's the dream. That's the American dream of homeownership because Harry Homeowner is out there looking for homes. Terry, go. So last week we talked about May 1st and what's happening August 24th. One number that jumped out at me was there were three foreclosures on May 1st, and on uh, August 24th, there was 22 foreclosures. Yep. That foreclosure number is going to go up because the moratorium has been lifted. Yep. Is it going to get out of control? Not in my opinion, no. not even close no. in my opinion. But what's going to happen is these 22 foreclosures are going to be banged up homes in most cases. Not every case, but usually if somebody's having their house foreclosed on, they're not going to cut the grass and yeah they're not putting nothing they're in not going to paint they're not going to now some banks do fix up homes before they resell do, them they'll put in carpet get it painted yep. but not many not many so i have been pleasantly surprised and i've had buyers see a foreclosure come up they look at the pictures and they look at everything and they go what the heck i thought it was going to be a fixer upper it looks like they have brand new carpet and paint in there well they do and then they yeah. start realizing oh i guess that's not a good deal but go ahead so so basically, we're going to see more need for renovation loans, 
we're going to see more need for 203K loans. Let me explain a 203K. It is an FHA program, okay? And the FHA program, it's a normal FHA program that you can take the money needed for renovation and finance it into the loan and get the work done afterwards. So you can go to settlement as is and then come in and do the work later. It looks awesome on paper, but when people look deep into it, and it is a great program. One thing is if you do an FHA 203K, you have to work with an FHA 203K specialist, okay? You have to work with somebody that specializes in them. I used to do them, but they are such a commitment that you really have to be just doing those loans. So that's my first recommendation. My second is is that I'm going to tell everybody, and you really got to listen to what this is, is everybody that wants a 203K loan, because you only have to put 3.5% down, all the renovation gets taken care of, all finance. But here's the deal. You cannot do the work yourself. I'm going to repeat that. You cannot do the work yourself. If you are a contractor, let's say you own a drywall company and you buy a house that's going to be a 203K, you cannot do the work yourself. You have to hire, you have to have a contract with a contractor that is a 203 contractor. You have to have a 203K inspector, okay? That is a person's job. It's like a home inspector, except he's going to come in and tell you what needs to be done. He's going to put a price tag on it, and then they're going to bump it up and put a contingency of like 1.15%. And what you're going to do is then you're going to have your contractor come in, complete the work. It has to be done quickly. That's why you can't do it yourself. How many days? Um, You know, I haven't looked at this in a while, but I believe it's six months, Darren. Okay. It used to be six months. I believe it still is six months. But what you're taking a look at is you have to get the work done. You can't do it yourself. So... So when you do your work, when you do the work on a renovation loan and you do it yourself, then that is called sweat equity. You're building equity in the house by sweating, okay? That cannot happen on a 203K. It has to be done by the contractor. They got to get in, got to get out. Then we roll that loan into a 30-year fixed rate, FHA. The rate will be higher. The costs are higher. But what you're taking a look at is if that's the best route you can go, then definitely go. Okay, we do renovation loans that take away a lot from the two. Yeah, give them the case. better solution that you do. So what we do is we do a ten percent down renovation loan. Okay. So you can do a ten percent down renovation loan where we would finance all the renovation costs, and you can do the work yourself. And that's the key right there. That's it. That's you can want. do the work yourself. Each mm-hmm. one's going to be different, and we're going to evaluate. But if it's you know, whatever it is, you can be your own general contractor. We can work with you and get around a 203K. So that does work to your favor because the key word there is you get to do the work yourself. Okay. And the, um, so. What about interest rates? People are going to ask the 10% down reno loan. Yeah, great. You get to do the work yourself. But Terry, what's the difference between the interest rate of a 203K versus your 10% down reno loan? Uh, rent alone is going to be at 6% and the 203K is going to be somewhere in the mid sixes. So the rate is lower. Okay. And the big difference is, is that you pay interest only for the first 12 months of the renovation loan, if you so choose. And then it turns into a, um, then we roll it into a 30 year fixed rate. Okay. So there's a lot of advantages to it, but the key is you can do the work yourself and also, you know, um, 
also, you know, that that's the biggest key yeah. is, is you can put together some contractors. It's going to cost you a lot less money to do it. So if you can come up with the 10% plus your closing costs, then you're going to be in a pretty good situation. All right. Sounds good, guys. That's about wraps it up. Here we go. Um, real quick. Uh, hey, happy Labor Day weekend out there for everybody that actually works. <laughs> if you're a worker and you get to take a little time off, but don't forget to pay your taxes because uh, the IRS agents are coming after you and me. Um, but anyways, birthday this week, Terry. I'm, at, I'm inviting everybody out there, all of our thousands of listeners. You can buy me a drink. I know where you can find me. My information's at the end. Give me a call. Send me a text. Any questions and ideas that you guys have, I'm going to start doing more YouTube videos or more Facebook Lives to get more information about what you guys want to hear about. But this was huge because this is what we've been hearing. So have an awesome weekend. Have fun. The weather's going to be great. And we will see you next week on your Frederick Real Estate Update. Take care now. Looking to purchase a home or refinance your existing mortgage? If so, Lawyer Signature Settlements is here to assist you with that process. Lawyer Signature Settlements is a local attorney-owned title company with over 100 years of combined experience conveniently located in Frederick, Maryland. We are licensed to conduct closings in the states of Maryland, Pennsylvania, Virginia, and West Virginia. With two attorneys on staff here at Lawyer Signature Settlements, we ensure the most thorough review process paired with affordable rates, accommodating scheduling, and outstanding customer service. So next time you need to place your signature on closing documents, call Lawyer Signature Settlements at 301-695-1235 or visit us on the web at www.signaturesettlements.com. We hope to see you at the closing table. Hello, this is Terry Kernan with Presidential Bank Mortgage in downtown Frederick. And the best way to reach me always is on my cell phone at 301-639-9244, 301-639-9244. Or you can always email me at tkernan at presidential.com. And this is Darren Ahern from REMAX Results. You can reach me anytime, 240-344-1713. Again, it's 240-344-1713 or at DarrenAhern at gmail.com. Thanks so much for tuning in to your Frederick Real Estate Update. We will see you each and every Saturday right here on WFMD at 11 o'clock.